I'm Phil Nabashi Treitler, and this is Let's Give This Some Thought. It's a podcast about regular people coming together in communities of critical thought. In season one, undergraduate students taking my course on critical race and racism share their thoughts. I'm Vilna Bashi Treitler. I'm a professor of Black Studies at the University of California, Santa Barbara, and a sociologist and a visual artist. Each week, a new team of students tackles such subjects as learning where races come from. What's white privilege? How do we talk to others about race? What's the meaning of ethnicity and identity? and many other topics. Guest hosts discuss topics of their own choosing, bringing their own perspectives and experiences to bear as we work to think critically about race and racism. We recorded season one in the late autumn of 2020. Our national election was just a week ago. And while I record this introduction, Donald D. Trump has contested the election results in court 12 times, losing each time. Joseph Robinette Biden and Kamala Harris were declared president-elect and vice president-elect, but most GOP leaders have not recognized the election results. Although world leaders have already called in their congratulations and people all over the world and in major and minor US cities celebrated in the streets. The election ends what has been a very tense year. We learned about COVID-19 by the time 2020 began. So far, the U.S. has seen 10.6 million cases and suffered 243,000 deaths. And these have disproportionately affected Black, Indigenous, and Latinx populations. The deaths there are triple those of the white population because of discrimination, unequal access to healthcare, and other racial inequalities. Much of the US shut down in March when my own employer, the University of California, Santa Barbara, closed its campus. Professors like me had to quickly learn how to continue instruction remotely, a daunting but necessary task. Then on May 25th, George Floyd met his death. Officer Jarek Chauvin killed the handcuffed Floyd by kneeling on his neck with Chauvin's hands in his pockets. He knelt there for eight minutes and 46 seconds, or at least eight minutes and 15 seconds, according to uh, analysis of the videotape of the killing. This was even after Floyd said he could not breathe, even after Floyd called out for his mother and said, you're gonna kill me, man. 
even after Floyd said, tell my kids I love them, and said, I'm dead. And even after Floyd lost consciousness, and even a minute and 20 seconds after the paramedics arrived, four other knees on Floyd's back belonged to officers Thomas Lane and Alexander King. Officer Tu Tao stood by and kept the crowd of onlookers away. Some of them were calling out for help. This was Floyd's 19th police encounter, a commonplace experience for black men and other men of color who live with the constant strain of police harassment and brutality, sometimes in the context of planting false evidence or filing false charges. The African-American Policy Forum created the hashtag Say Her Name in a campaign to specifically remember the Black women unjustly killed by police officers, like Breonna Taylor, killed in March 2020, just as we were closing down for the pandemic. She was shot multiple times in her bed after police in Louisville botched a no-knock warrant, entering her apartment with guns blazing. Uh, her murder and others come in a succession that's hard to fathom. Uh, uh, the next month, that is between March and April, 30 million Americans were out of work. Unemployment relief was slow to appear and pandemic mishandling left people dispirited and at home ripe to join calls for societal change. Brianna Taylor lost her life March 13th. George Floyd was killed May 25th. Rayshawn Brooks was killed June 12th. These murders came in a long line of so many others before and afterward. In the summer of 2020, we saw police brutalize protesters of all colors and ethnicities as they were galvanized by various calls to insist that Black Lives Matter and that fascism would not prevail in the United States. The president tried to make the so-called Antifa movement, a designated terrorist organization, when research shows that far-right organizations are behind most domestic terrorist attacks in the United States. Moreover, these protests were largely nonviolent, and what violence came were um, attacking the protesters rather than um, inflicted by the protesters. It's against this backdrop that I began teaching this fall, again, remotely. A survey I conducted amongst my students showed that many are working extra jobs to compensate for losses in income in their parents' households, 
have unstable access to the internet, care for, for their own dependents or siblings, worry about their own safety against the Immigration Customs Enforcement Office, a 21st century institution brought into being after the 9-11 attacks at the World Trade Center and Pentagon in 2001. Since then, ICE has detained kids in cages taken from their parents who sought refuge in the USA but were turned away. I did not want to add to unduly to my students' stress, nor did I want to pretend that we're conducting classes under any semblance of business as usual. My idea was to ask the students to create podcast episodes about the course-related issues most important and relevant to them. This series is the result of their efforts. I send heartfelt thanks to all the guest hosts you'll hear from this season, and special thanks to my teaching assistants, Jay Sterfone and Daniel Arroyo Rios. We hope you find meaning in what you hear. You've been listening to Let's Give This Some Thought, a podcast made by and for critical thinkers. Original art, Meditations on Black Womanhood by Vilnabashi Treitler. Original music, Brooklyn Bound by Tailored Music. And I'm your host, Vilna Bashi Treitler. Leave us a review on your favorite platform, send us a message, or write out a comment. Thanks for listening.